Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, Robin, have you heard The Wind? Yes. It's an audiobook this evening, The Wind. <laughs> yeah. What, what's it? Which one is it, and when, whence does it start? Well, it's just, it's if you listen very closely, it's reading aloud The Wind mm. from some kind of... Well, I don't think it's a published book. It's some kind of relaxing text mm. about sort of light and warmth just sort of ambient writing really yes that's exactly what it is ambient writing is that a, is that a genre it could be i mean i've often thought I, I i really like falling asleep listening to audiobooks and listening to the radio but having the volume down so low not not so low but like not so low but so low mm. um that you know it's just a kind of sort of murmuring right so you don't kind of your mind doesn't catch on to any sort of meanings oh i would i would find that quite stressful not being able to hear what sherlock holmes is saying oh you don't know if he'd solve the case or not would you i don't him and watson just mumbling to each other <laughs> that could be a great you know addition to the to the canon the adventure of the inaudible case yeah. Well, I think it's beautiful, whatever it is. It's certainly, I think now it's moved on to a discussion of sort of grass. Yeah. It's kind of like sort of in our time. But without any experts and not a panel discussion about a his period from history. And Melvin Bragg asking people to hurry up. Yeah, he's no, he's not. On so in a way, it's sort of nothing. It's like the opposite of in our time. Out of my time, space. Maybe it's out of time. Out of, sp out of space. Because space is the, uh, the opposite of time. <laughs> yeah, it's the sort of thing they would discuss on um, In Our Time and you'd find thoroughly confusing. No, but the wind is just, it's like it's ruminating on just sort of, on scenes. Yeah. It's ruminating on scenes is all I could say, but they're all very pleasant scenes. Memories. Anyway, I'd better shut the window uh, here at the Moon Underwater, which this evening is a stained glass uh, depiction of... I think that might be a hawk. Mm. A hawk descending towards what looks like a WH Smith's. How can you tell it's descending and not ascending? Because its beak's pointing down? Uh, just because of the, the way that the artist has uh, represented its prone flanks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's right. preparing to land. Yeah, I suppose like hawks don't take off with their kind of flanks. 
in that position. Prone. Prone, like a kind of backwards hawk. Yeah, and also it's carrying um, carrying a, a calendar and a receipt. <laughs> right. So I think it's taking them back. Yeah. Uh, to exchange for a different calendar. Anyway. what what is it last year's calendar? No, I think it's there was a bit of a mix-up because on the front is a picture of a mouse. Yeah. Which obviously is, you know, it's dead centre in what the hawk is after, but it turned out just to be general country scenes. Oh, whereas right. the hawk wanted it to be a mouse calendar, but wasn't willing to remove the cellophane. Understandably, I wonder if animals like you know, my, you know, my mum's got the kind of wildlife photography of the year calendar. I wonder if animals kind of have, you know, calendars of sort of humans in various poses. Sort of, they have the human photography contest. Mm. Sounds a bit far fetched. <laughs> anyway, just let me close this uh, stained glass window of a hawk descending on W. H. Smith yeah. to take back its calendar. Thank you. And we must discuss Robin here in the moon underwater. Our week in pubs. The peak in wubs. Yeah. How's your week been? How have your pubs been? Oh, it's been absolutely banging for pubs to be absolutely H with you. Um, had a little trip down to the West Country. So I went to Bath and I went to the Salamander, which was brilliant. Uh, Bath Ales strokes St. Austell. Um, and I went to the Star, which is just amazing. Oh, it's so well preserved. I had a bell ringer in there, which was stunning. And then I also went to the Golden Guinea in Bristol. Yeah. Which is a brilliant pub. Um, and I had a Bristol Beer Factory, Infinity Pilsner in there. Really nice, just so tucked away. And where else did I went to the Annex, which had a real ale festival on. Oh, you sent me a wee footy from the I Annex. I did send a wee footy, yeah, because... Um, I had this lovely Bristol beer brewed in Brislington, which is called Hop. The brewery's Hop Union, and the beer was Maiden Voyage, which is like a best bitter. Absolutely stunning. The way the foam kept to the glass mm. it was really good. Love the annex. Um, where what other pubs have there been? That and that's it. And that's it. Well, that's a great trip down memories lane. Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, man. How about your week in pubs? Well, my last week sort of takes in the, the butt end of the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. And returning home, um, uh, a pub not far from me that was closed for a couple of months has reopened, so I popped in there. And that was nice. Um, nice. To, it's so, like... Because it's a pub that's opened and closed quite a few times since before the pandemic. Mm. So to sort of feel that maybe it might be on terra firma now for the foreseeable. Because it's had sort of like part-time landlords, people sent by the brewery to basically sort of house-sit it. Yeah. It had this bizarre period where it wasn't serving any draft because sort of the people looking after it weren't really qualified. So it was just sort of cans out of a fridge. Oh, dear. Um, but that's back open now and in good hands, so that's exciting. Well, I hope that all these pubs that have gone through COVID can now also go through the energy crisis and survive through that. It's a bloody nightmare. It's, it's an absolute end there. Mm. Um, and then the last night in Edinburgh, well, the penultimate night, I had about an hour-long gap for a pub, and it was a Saturday night, and I went for what turned out to be quite a depressing 
walk into the doorways of about five pubs, each of which were too loud and too busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I sort of never found rest. Yeah. So I feel there's slightly unfinished business. I didn't have that sort of final night in the pub. Mm, didn't get to say goodbye. Didn't really get to say goodbye pub-wise. Went to uh, the Waverley for a couple, which was nice. And then also went to this pub. Can't remember what it's called. Let me just look it up in my mind. Mm. It is cult. It's just up. Oh, why does why does mind maps sometimes not work when you look up? Oh, mind. Yeah, I hate mind maps at the moment. Uh, I was trying to find the Queen's head the other day near King's Cross. Yeah, and I wouldn't find it. I had to type in the Queen's head. Yeah, I mean. Come on, robots. I thought you meant to be taking over anytime soon. It's just blue. You'd be lucky. Lucky if you... Um, oh, it's called Number One High Street. Okay. And it's... Do you know what I really liked about it? It's a very busy time of year. It sort of... It had no pretensions. It wasn't overcrowded. It just really is a, a classic boozer mm, mm. that served classic fare. Yeah. And had really good ales on, but it wasn't sort of involved in the festival in any way, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it was just like nice to, it almost felt like I wasn't in the festival in a good way, not in a sort of like, hey guys, there's a festival going on. Yeah. Like d- described by a review left in my mind as a decent pub, and I would say that's <laughs> absolutely it. I love the idea of people leaving reviews in your mind. I, I quite like the idea of people leaving reviews in general, especially on Google. Yeah. But, like, when you go on Google Maps, like, the people have, like, reviewed rivers and things like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, you know, but I think they're pranking us. Um, I, I really wanted to try the Abbeydale beer-cider combo. Mm. Can I go and grab it? Yeah, sure. So this is uh, the brewery that got in touch to say that they had perhaps got close to creating the beer-slash-cider hybrid that my mind had invented. Um, Just to be clear, just to remind you, that was essentially if Boddington's or John Smith's smooth flow was a cider, had a similarly foamy head that I either dreamt once or thought about so long that I wasn't sure whether it was real or not. And they got in touch and sent us some cans, and returning now from the cellar with his can is uh, the lovely Robin Allender. Hello. Robin, I just updated the listeners oh, yeah. on what we're talking about with a sort of fantasy. The fantasy, yeah. Um, so this, uh, thanks so much to Abbeydale, who sent us a load of beers. And, well, this is a kind of, it's called Apple Raw Ale. So we'd kind of discussed it the other day. It's called Pull of, Pull of, Gravi- Pull of Gravity. And it's, uh, it's hops and kind of... Re- Apples that have been rejected from supermarkets. Sorry, did you just say that? No, 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 no. Um, I was just bringing people back up to speed on my sort of beer cider hybrid that I invented uh, yeah. through in a fever or a daydream. So let's pour it out. Smells nice. Um, does it look like your fantasy? Well, <laughs> I've already tried it. Okay. So why don't you see what you reckon? It's very sharp. Mm. So let's give this. Abbeydale, pull of gravity, a go. 
Wow. That's great. I mean, it's like a sour beer. Yes, it is like a sour beer. It's sort of the I would that would be the taste family I would have put it in. Yeah, it's between a, a sour beer and um, a a very kind of hoppy craft pale ale kind of thing. Mm. I I don't mind it. He loves it. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Is it your fantasy? Um, well, I've, I've I didn't have the fantasy myself, but I, it's I think it's very refreshing. I think sometimes a sour beer can taste very very refreshing yeah and you know i think sort of it's like a very dry cider that's what it's like but then kind of combined with this real hoppy quality i think the sort of one third or two thirds measurement really suits that kind of beer yeah um slash cider yeah (laughs) but uh, no that's great i think the thing is you're never going to fulfill your fantasy aren't you because what you want is a kind of a, a mashed up apple that's alcoholic that's almost like a Creamy apple. Yes, like like a Boddington's. If a Boddington's was a, a a cider, or actually a cider poured on a sparkler. Yeah, it would have to I'm be. After. It would have to be a still cider to do that, though, wouldn't it? Because otherwise, if it's carbonated, it would go haywire, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get there, and maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. It's like Dungeons and Dragons; they never get home at the end, did they? I I would say my Edinburgh beer highlights were cross borders. Ale, yeah. I think it's just called Cross Borders by Cross Borders Brewery, and Jack Back. Mm. Jack Back by Stuart Brewing is, I think, getting very close. Were I to ever be a guest on my own, yeah, uh, vibe murmuration from <laughs> from uh, the Moon Underwater, I think. Jack back would be in the mix if poured on a sparkler. Wow, cool. Is that a cider then? Or is it No, that's a that's a beer. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. It's funny you mentioned these subjects. Sparklers, Edinburgh pubs and just pubs, um, because the mist has arrived today. Well, I I heard a sigh, but I, it couldn't for the life of me have been you. I honestly thought, who's, who's snuck in and is sighing on Robin's behalf? So explain yourself. I was sighing very low, very almost subliminal, with quite a lot of sub-bass. Right. So it's sort of a bit below human hearing, really, but you might have felt the kind of verb, you know vibration. Oh, maybe that's what it was. There's a certain frequency which is associated with... Um, uh, ghost ghost sightings. Is it really? Uh, yeah, yeah. The low fr- sub-frequency that might be caused by pipes and things. The spectral sigh. The spectral sigh, yeah. So if you saw a ghost, sorry about that, but I was just sighing for the mist. It's very very confusing if anyone's just joined us with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, first one, let's go with this, um, this mist from Jeremy. Edinburgh pub Wordle. Basically three of your big hitters in terms of words there, John, aren't they? Edinburgh pub Wordle. Good day, John and Robin. Knowing your interest in different pub crawls, I thought I'd send you one which my friends and I have developed based on Wordle. We've come up with a list of 26 acceptable Edinburgh pubs, each starting with a different letter from the alphabet. To play, you simply solve the day's Wordle and then head to the five pubs that start with the letters from the Wordle. (laughs) If the Wordle contains two of the same letter, then it's up to the group to think of an alternative second. If you want to extend the crawl, you could use all of the letters which you tried but were not correct when solving the day's word or like it. Could get some yellow ones in there. Very good. The result is a short but varied random pub crawl. Some caveats on the names. We ignored the and any numbers at the start of the pub's name when assigning the letter. And X and Z have proved too tricky, so we have selected pubs with those letters in them. The game can, of course, be played in any city with 26 or more suitably named pubs, but I hope you get the chance to give it a go in your last week in Edinburgh. Ah, too late. If not, there's always next year. Spreadsheet attached, yours in pubs. Jeremy. Oh, that's so nice. Stunning. Problem. The only problem with that is you couldn't do that with a big city. No, but Edinburgh's quite big to do it. Yeah. But I do like the... Um, so for Z, they've got the blue blazer. Oh, lovely. Which is great. And for X, they've got the Ox. Don't know the Ox. Mm. Well, they could have had the Oxford Bar. Well, they've got the Oxford Bar for O, you see. Ah. They've got K's for K, Dagda for D, obviously. Barony for B, Jolly Judge for J. Absolutely stunning. We're going to do the whole alphabet. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My Wordle game of late has been absolutely on fire. Yeah, I'm stuck on fives, mate. I just can't get out. I am untouchable. (laughs) I'm so far ahead of everyone in our WhatsApp group. You really are, week. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. And it's all because I've changed my changed my starting pair. I can't change my first word because I'm, I'm worried it's going to come up one day. Well, yeah, but that's not worth it, is it, if it's a bad first word? It's not a bad first word. It's a very good first word. Well, it's not because you're getting fives and sixes, mate. Yeah, that's because of, of me. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> it might be because of your word. Nah. Yeast. That's no good. Why? Because there's no point having a Y in there. It's not the worst word, but it certainly ain't top 100. Come on. 
John says, Southern Sparklers. Hello, both. Short and sweet. I ran the Mayflower in Rotherhithe. A beautiful oh, pub. Oh, love that pub. Yeah. I don't think... I've been... I haven't been there for a while, I don't think. The last time we went there was for my birthday. Oh, right. And that was a heck of a long time ago. 2015. I mean, that's not the last time you had a birthday, but I remember it was that year. A beautiful pub on the river, now a bustling hotspot. Beautiful pub. And I think... A few people have come have written in about this. So we offered at least five ales, all with sparklers, served in mugs. Straight glasses are available upon request. I, being a southern softie, often debated with my lead bartender from Birmingham that sparklers weren't necessary, nor should they be anywhere close to a live product. He said it opened flavours up and gave the pint a nice creamy texture. Couldn't agree more. That pub is the furthest south I have seen sparklers. Yours in beer, from John. Oh, that's a great shout. Yeah. And I think someone else has uh, messaged in about that. So we need to repay pay it a visit because we haven't been for seven years. Are you writing it down? Yeah, I'm just writing, <laughs> writing that down to go to the Mayflower. <laughs> yes, lovely. I just did want to say one more thing, if we've got time. Mm. While we were, cause we were talking a bit about cider there with this lovely Abbeydale uh, concoction, um, I posted a can of inches on my Instagram stories the other day. And I got a lot of shit. What? Yeah. From whom? People saying they didn't like it. Well, they're idiots who've got <laughs> their heads up their ass. So, <laughs> Jordan Smith wrote a nice message to me. Let me just see if I can find it. I very much enjoy a can of inches, but so many people I know seem to instantly dislike it. Any ideas why it's getting such scorn in the cider society? Everyone I know who's tried it loves it. Yeah, but what I think is it's maybe it's like too sweet. It's too much like an Alco pop. So people think, oh, that tastes too nice. It can't be good. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what's happening. But come on. I mean, in a world of your recorder legs, your old mouts or whatever it is. Yeah. In a world of your Thatcher's rosé, in a world of your brother's toffee apple. Yeah. Inches isn't anywhere near that. No. No, 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 no. I mean, it's definitely a sweet cider, but I I like to think it's got something of a crisp acidity to it, which balances that out quite nicely. I mean, I've got a sweet tooth when it comes to cider. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you, Robin. <laughs> you need, no. I'm not going to make a fool of myself. No, no, no. But I think for my money, Inches is... Just the dream. It's a delicious cider. It smells so good. And it smells like the kind of idea of what you thought cider might taste like when you were younger. But it also is what cider tastes like. I mean, I always remember Blackthorn was too acidic. Yeah. Strongbow, I can't be doing with. Oh, man, I'll tell you what was so great about the Annex cider-wise. Is they had four pumps. I mean, this is so West Country. They had four pumps of Thatcher's Gold. Right. A black blackthorn and inches on tap. <laughs> so good. So you went inches? No, I was drinking ale. Oh, okay. But Ruth had inches. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of blackthorn. Never have been. Well, I haven't had blackthorn for years and years and years and years. We used to drink it in the Black Horse in Thornbury when we were underage. Yeah. <laughs> crikey. Crikey, crikey Moses. Moses. Yep. Is is Blackthorn the carling of the cider world? Discuss. I think Strongbow's up there for that. Yeah. Well, what a, what a week in pubs it's been. We covered a lot of ground. Covered a lot of ground. Uh, we will be back with another week in pubs next week. 
Um, but actually, uh, it's not long now that next week's guest is coming on. Uh, so we'd better get this place looking good. <laughs> and the, oh, just look, look as we're as we're having this conversation. You know what the moon underwater's done? No. It's revealed three inches pumps. Three inches. Yeah, it's got a real sense of humour. It really does. Doesn't it? That's a nice thing about. I love a building with a good sense of humour. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. G S O H. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us for this week in pubs. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 